Hey girls, welcome to the Learning Little Lessons podcast. This is where we chat about the little lessons that God is teaching us. We learn to fill up on him so we can pour out to others, all the while pointing every lesson back to him. So we're at the end of summer break. School starts for most of us this week. And I wonder if you have any regrets. Looking back at the end of summer, do you have any regrets? I know I have them. Um, I tend to think we all do, but regrets that we didn't get a project we said we would get done, done. Regrets that we didn't spend as much time with our kids as we could have. Regrets that we didn't get to finish our bucket list that we made at the beginning of summer. Maybe we didn't start a Bible study with our kids like we said we were going to. Maybe it's just the fact that like we're realizing we're to school and we didn't get in the habit of going to bed early enough last week. Um, there are all kinds of regrets. We probably have some big ones. We probably have some small ones. I was thinking about these regrets and I tend to think they fall into three categories. The first type of regret is the ones that you need to say sorry for, repent for, and change. Second type I think it falls into is a regret that like inspires you to do better in the future. And the third type of regret is something that like we just have to let go and look at what did happen that was right. So I want to talk about these three types of regrets and um, kind of dig into them. Also, as I was thinking all this through, I was reading in Second Corinthians, and I found the re- word regret three times, and I think it completely fits what, um, you know, kind of what I was thinking and my three, three, con- my conclusion of three different types of regret. Um, let me tell you what was going on. First of all, in, so we're in Second Corinthians, and Paul was writing to the Corinthians. This is his second letter. The first letter was really quite tough, maybe even mean sounding. He had to deal with a lot of um, hard, hard issues, um, and he came across pretty tough. Um, Titus went back to see the Corinthians after this. So he sent the, Paul sent the first letter, then Titus went back to visit them. And he came back to Paul with a report. And the report was good. Um, the Corinthians had listened to what Paul had said in his first letter. And so the report that Titus brought back was very good. So we're at 2 Corinthians 7. And I want to first look at verse 10. So 1 Corinthians 7, verse 10. Paul's talking, again, Paul's talking to the Corinthians, and he says, he's saying, you know, um, I sent you this letter, and I was very tough on you, and I will talk about this in a little bit, but he says, I kind of regret sending you this letter, but not really. But then he says in verse 10, godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret. 
Worldly sorrow brings death. So, godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret. So, if there's something you're looking back on in that happened this summer or didn't happen this summer, and you have a lot of regret, sometimes that regret needs to point you to repentance. Um, and as Paul said here, like this, this repentance, this godly sorrow, like being regretful, feeling sorry, needing repentance leads to salvation. Salvation leads to no regret. It says in the the second part of verse 10, it says, um, worldly sorrow brings death. Okay, so worldly sorrow is like pointing out the sin. Like you did wrong, you did wrong, but not pointing out to Jesus. So worldly sorrow means like I point out your sin. You did wrong. But I don't give you any hope that you can change. Godly sorrow, however, is like you did wrong But here's the hope. Here's Jesus. Okay. Worldly sorrow is like we are awful and it's never going to change. Godly sorrow is we are awful. Look to Jesus. He'll bring forgiveness and he'll bring change. And that leaves us with no regrets. So first reaction to some of the things that we might regret in the summer needs to be repenting is there anything that falls in this category for you is there anything you're looking back on with regret that needs to fall in this i'm sorry and i repent category for you for me yeah there probably is there is some things that fall into this category we have to remember godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation that leaves us with no regret. So first category is repenting. Second category is the second thing to do with these summer regrets is to let it inspire us to do better in the future. If we go back a couple verses in this second Corinthians verse um, chapter seven, Paul's again, you know, this whole this whole second Corinthians seven is talking about I sent you this letter and I regretted it, kind of, sort of, not really regretted it because you took my words and you became sorry and you repented and you changed. Okay, so the second part is it inspired you to do better. So in verse eight, Paul said he was regretting sending the Corinthians the first letter. But once he saw that it inspired them to change, he stopped regretting sending it. I think sometimes my regret needs to lead me to inspire me to do better. Something like I didn't at the beginning of the summer, I was going to start a Bible study with my kids. I had it bought. I had full intentions of doing it and summer like disappeared. Is that something I need to like repent for? Maybe, but more so. It falls into this category of I need to inspire, let it inspire me to do better. So instead of letting that feeling or regret just get down 
I need to, it needs to inspire me to try to try it again. Start at the beginning of the school year instead of doing it all summer. Um, something like that. Inspire me to do better. The third and final thing that I think regrets fall into is this one of like letting it go. Like just letting it go, putting it on a different pile and being like, I wanted to get to this. I didn't. I'm going to let it go. And then not letting that regret steal all the good stuff that did go right. So at the beginning of this verse, um, verse eight in second Corinthians, Paul is saying, even though I caused you sorrow by my letter, I didn't regret it. Like there are some things we just have to not regret. Just let it go. Don't let that feeling of regret steal the things that did go right. Things like, um, you know, you got your whole basement cleaned, but at this moment right now, right as school starts, it's messy already again. Like, or, you know, we regret that we didn't get the friends over one more time or sleep over one more time. But there's so many things that did happen that were awesome. Focusing on that regret of that one little thing that didn't turn out quite perfect steals our joy of all the things that did go right. Okay, so that third final thing is just letting it go and focusing on the things that did go right. So I wonder if you have any regrets this summer as the summer comes to the end. And if so, which categories they fit into. Um, Do they fit into the, I need to repent, I need to do better, I need to change, I need to go to Jesus on this. Secondly, do they need to just make you, inspire you to do better? Or do you need to just let it go and focus on the good things that did go right? And all, we got to remember, Satan's wanting us to regret this summer. He's wanting to steal all the good things that happened this summer. Fill us with regret. Jesus doesn't fill us with regret. Satan does.